0: Hey guys, Max here. Last night, Johnny and I recorded for our Patreon supporters our top 10 of the year for 2019. We sat down for about 45 minutes and we recapped all of our favorite movies. I mentioned that my list is kind of in transition because I still have to see like seven more movies. Um, but what I'm about to play for you is a snippet from that conversation. We were talking about, I believe, our our fourth, fourth favorite movie. Um, and Johnny's talking about his, which is a long shot, which we covered several months ago. Um, I just wanted to say it is on Patreon and I know we talk about Patreon a lot at the beginning of the show, but don't always give it maybe the time we think it deserves. Um, and I just wanted to mention it one more time. Uh, if you do like that sort of thing, if you like hearing uh, us talk longer than we already do, we talk about things like movie reviews, extra beer reviews. Sometimes we just talk about ourselves. At length for no good reason. We have monthly bar hangs. Um, like if you've heard our most recent episode covering cats and the king, we have a big event at the end of January, January 31st, where we're going to try to get most of us together. It's a, it's a fun group of people on Patreon we get together and we, you know, uh, partake in shenanigans, uh, all good, clean family fun, but fun nonetheless. So I did want to say, if you guys have been listening to the show for a while or you're just feeling very inspired and want to give us some of your hard-earned money, it all goes back into upgrading our studio or putting on these events or sometimes buying new beers at those events. That's that's one of the catches for one of the tiers. Um, so anyways, if you do uh, find yourself thinking about that sort of thing, we'd really, really appreciate the support. We love doing the show. We hope you love listening to it. And if you can't support us financially or just don't want to, that is fine, too. Next Tuesday, we'll be back in your feed with our regular episode. But in the meantime, here is a snippet from that Patreon conversation about our top 10 movies of 2019. Johnny kicks it off with number four. All right, what's your number four?
1: My number four is a testament to me as a moviegoer. How do you figure? It's the long shot. Oh, forgot about that movie too. Yeah. I actually didn't, I watched it the other night. I did not forget about it. It was one of the best comedies i've seen in the last decade
0: all right you're gonna have to tell me in a second who's in it who directed it and you are gonna have to give me a synopsis real quick uh, i don't remember because it's been a while i think that was episode like 124 i'm, I'm saying 124 okay so tell me all that stuff because i forget who directed it also and i want to know because i think they deserve praise if it's in your top four yeah which it is absolutely so it stars seth rogan and charlize theron did you know it's actually theron Charlie's Theron. Yeah, it actually is. <laughs> cool. Which is what we said at first. And then we changed it to Theron like a year and a half ago.
1: Charlie's Theron. Yeah. Uh, it was directed by Jonathan Levine. That's right. Yeah. Don't know what else he's done. Find out. Finding out. Sure. <laughs> uh, it came out May 2019, and I absolutely loved it. Yeah. He directed the TV show Rush. Oh. Yeah. All right. He also directed Fifty uh, Fifty mm. in 2011. Oh, that was Joseph, a good movie. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yeah. Yeah. So I absolutely love The Long Shot. Yeah. Uh, it's a very niche niche market to produce an R-rated comedy that is also sort of a, a right? romantic comedy love story. It was a m- political rom-com. This movie hit so many things on the head and did it in such a non-abrasive way. Uh, it was just so palatable. It was so lovable. Seth Rogen's character in this movie was just so like fucking huggable. Yeah, like, except for when he had come on his face. But
0: I forgot about that whole part.
1: Every other time in that movie, he was super huggable. I loved him as just this every man that fell in love with this this person that from his childhood that had become this famous politician, blah, blah, blah. Sure. It was just such a good movie. Uh, it's one of those movies that you can put on and be completely entertained by and lose yourself in. And uh, it stood out so much for me as far as comedies we watched this year. I I love comedies as a genre, and to me, this was a throwback to a time when R-rated comedies ruled the world, and you had movies like Caddyshack, just absolutely mm. being amazing. You yeah. know, uh, R-rated comedy is a thing. Was that, Caddyshack R-rated? Oh yeah,
0: it was. Oh yeah, huh.
1: you know, uh, big time. I didn't know that. It was a hard R.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: And uh, I just loved it, man. It was, it was well done. It wasn't too much of any one thing. It wasn't too, I mean, there were crude moments, but it wasn't a crude, physical, no. gross comedy. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It was, there were like, it, it had the crudeness, it had the profanity,
0: it had a little bit of sex, but it wasn't. But um, not like, not like your are like eighties and nineties comedy sex, like where they're like showing naked people for shock value or attraction.
1: Exactly. It it had a lot of elements of those movies that I grew up watching Mm. just like refined and distilled into this amazing version of like something that reached the potential that like they walked on the road that those movies laid the groundwork for and maybe realized some of its full potential and it could potentially lead to more R-rated comedies that are actually good movies and not just, um, you know just uh, grotesque for being grotesque, you know, R rated comedies can just go too far for the sake of going too far. Yep. Um, so to strike that balance and actually have great writing and great jokes and great chemistry. I really loved watching Seth Rogen and say her last name. Theron. Theron. Charlize
0: Theron. I just heard it on a fresh air interview with, um, uh, what's her name? Terry gross. Mm. She said Charlize Theron. I was like, Oh my God, is it really?
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. You know, I she trust does her. her yeah, like I'm
0: trusting her. So that's it. That's yeah,
1: it Charlize Theron. So mm-hmm. I loved every moment that they were on screen. I really believed their interactions with each other. And uh, yeah, it, it it's to me, like I said, this movie is a testament yeah. to me as a moviegoer to have a silly R-rated comedy as my number four movie of the year. I think I fully approve that. And if you know me, it's not surprising.
0: So I, I'm not going to give you the leading question of saying, so you thought it was better than Good Boys and Booksmart? Because you clearly do. Yep. But for like, I have a problem with this movie that, that Fred Flarsky, the character that (laughs) Seth Rogen plays, I don't know why I know his name, but I do. Um, like, so if you haven't seen the movie, he's a writer for a blog, uh, akin to a very, like he's a very liberal blogger and the movie starts off where he gets fired from his job because a very Steve Bannon, Breitbart kind of guy takes over his news corporation. He quits. He goes to work for Charlize Theron, who is the, um, what is, what is her role? She is. Isn't like a senator. She's not president. No, she's not. But she's gonna. She's gonna run to be president the following year. But she's um, she's um, she's a. She's an ambassador. She's like the U.S. ambassador uh, or something. I think that's. You're right. And the idea. His writing is very, is very approachable. It's very much like. You gonna tell me like you're. He cares a lot about climate change. That's a big thing in this movie. Like we're fucking Mother Earth with our big mechanical dicks, kind of thing. Yeah. And it's very um, lowbrow writing, but accessible. But the idea that like she would be like, oh, this is what my writing needs. This is what my speeches need. That bothers me. I don't know. He had some funny shit. It's, it bothers me on a personal level because I like try to write above that level. So just the fact like, no, I'm not going to believe that you could work for her. And that's fine. That's a personal thing. That's fair. That said, Booksmart and uh, Good Boys, I think both deal with real world stuff in at least, I mean, granted that's real, but like day-to-day stuff. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate the humor in those because it's more relatable to me. I appreciate the
1: humor in long shot because it is not a real world thing. Yeah, it's fair. Too. Uh, I like movies for escapism. I'm a huge fan of using uh, movies like drugs when you just need something to get away. Sure. You know, I love that. Just That's fair. Yeah. It's implausible. It doesn't make sense. It's something that could never happen in real life. It's completely hypothetical. Yeah. Uh, and we're playing in a fully silly comedy sandbox.
0: Okay. That's that's I'm so the opposite way. That's so funny. Yeah. That said, I am gonna stick in that vein to give you my number four, which is Jojo Rabbit. Mm. And Jojo Rabbit is a movie that I came out kind of mixed on when we reviewed it. And the more I sit with it, is that the, one? <laughs> the more that I sit with it, I, the more that I like it, I still have my initial gripes, which are that I don't think tonally by the end of it, it deals with the realism of the Holocaust in a way that is palatable. But the performances by a Roman uh, Griffin Davis and Taika Waititi are very good. I It's a funny movie, it's a new spin. Uh, Scarlett Johansson's great in this and I really, really liked it. I think it's an inventive movie. And again, like we talked about with um, uh, what the hell, The King has very real world modern day implications mm-hmm. that I think make it a little bit more timeless than just a 1940s period piece. Absolutely. Big fan of Jojo Rabbit. Me too. Thanks for listening, everybody. If that is something you'd like to be a part of, check out your episode description below. That is a link to our Patreon right there. Or you can type in patreon.com slash freshhopcinema in your preferred web browser. It's very easy to sign up. Again, we'd super appreciate it. But no worries. If not, we'll be back in your feeds next Tuesday. Have a great week.